0: wanted to take a second and recognize my sponsors this week. You know, Gay Lisby's Million Dollar Arbitrage as Edge and List Group. That's a mouthful. It is. But guess what? It's a great opportunity. You know, you can build a big Amazon business. You don't need a lot of capital when you start. I mean, we all started, you know, most of us started selling books And then you move into retail arbitrage. That is the place that you can turn your money the fastest in online arbitrage. And so by having that skill set, by learning those skill sets, you can get the best bang for your buck. And so Gaze Group... Will help you learn online arbitrage. It's it's more than just a list service. They're going to give you a whole bunch of actionable inventory every single day, right, Monday through Friday. However, there's also a mentorship that goes on, and that mentorship is so important because sometimes it's great to know what to buy, but it's more important to understand why to buy it. But yeah, it's that. You know, learning to fish or just getting fed. You know, you really want to learn because ultimately you want to strike it on your own. And this is a great way to do it. So, how about seven days free trial? How about a free trial? Right? Very, very cool. So, it's amazingfreedom.com forward slash is the mouthful. The word momentum, you got to use a hyphen and you put in the word arbitrage. So, it's amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum dash arbitrage. And you're going to get a free trial in Gay's group. you got to tell her, I sent you, right? I'll also have the link in the episode. But it's such a great opportunity. She is amazing, amazing. I'm in that group, so you'll see me there. An amazing, amazing person who's there to answer your questions, who's there to help lead you and help guide you. And that's what Gay does. She does it every single day. The testimonials are real. Go take a look. You will be blown away. And again, it's a free trial. I have the link on this episode to reach in. You know, Seller Labs, uh, Jeff Cohen and the team, they have blown me away with this Scope project. We use this all the time for our business. We do a lot of uh, private label. We also do a lot of wholesale and wholesale bundles, you know, or multi-packs, that kind of thing, which a lot of people do. But we use um, Scope to help us figure out What are the keywords? And so it's really simple. You basically figure out where you're going to sell, what you're going to sell, what category, find that like product, find the top couple sellers, and find their keywords. Boom, magic. There you go. You copy the best because it's working. And guess what? That's a proof of concept, and scope allows you to do that. So it's sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Use the code word momentum, and you're going to get couple days, free trial, and you're going to save a little bit of money, and you're going to get some free keywords. It's worth every penny. I'm in that group. Come and check me out. Sellerlabs.com forward slash scope. Again, use the word momentum. Solutions for e-commerce. Karen Locker, great, great, great group. I've been using them for a long time. I guess it's over two years, and I'm in there, and I pay just like everybody else. Yeah, she's a sponsor of my show, but she makes me pay, and I got the same $50 discount that you can get. Oh, by the way, you're going to get that through my link and my link only. Oh, and you're also going to get the free inventory health analysis. Great way to start 2018. Get your inventory in line, and Karen will help you do that. We use them for everything. I mean, basically, uh, you know, long-term storage fees coming up. Guess what? She'll evaluate, she'll make some recommendations and I'll say, yep, check, 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 take these out, this return, blah, 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 blah. And magically it's done. I love it, love it, love it. I love the fact that they take and get rid of stranded inventory for me. I see it in there and then next time I go in and it's gone love it, love it, love it. Got an IP infringement. She's going to help you work your way through that. This is the kind of service that you get from Karen Locker. That's solutions for the number 4 e-commerce solutions for e-commerce.com forward slash momentum, right? So you got a forward slash momentum and you're going to save $50 a month, 600 bucks a year by just clicking that link. She pays me. I don't want to hide that. I never do. I'm always upfront about that. But it doesn't cost you anything additional. And you're going to get that inventory health report. The only way you get that is through my solutions, the number four, e commerce.com forward slash momentum. Welcome to the e commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products, and the process of e commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven
1: Peterson.
0: Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 284, Greg Jeffries. You know, Greg is an internet marketer. I'll warn you up front. What's cool is he's an internet marketer, and that's the opportunity because the marketplace is changing, right? Those of us listening right now, and and this is very current, uh, big changes announced in Amazon this last week or two. Big changes at eBay too, if you're an eBay seller, and I'm Therefore, I'm going to take a reach and say, well, guess what? This is going to mean that there are going to be big changes in Walmart and Jet and Newegg and Sears, if it's still out there, and Rakuten and all the rest of them there's going to be big changes. And so what do you do when you're sitting here saying, whoa, I built my business. I used to import everything from China, send it all to Amazon, let it sit there. And I have to buy a container because it lasts me a year. Well, now you're sitting there saying, whoa, on that next six months, I might not make money. What other options do I have? Is now the time to do your own website? Well, if you do, how are you going to get traffic? And that's the reason I brought Craig on because, you know, You'll hear I get approached by a bunch of PR companies and what I liked what he said and I liked I like his answers because I think he's got some experience in e com world and I think it's very relevant, worked for a company that didn't make it, and I think it's very relevant. I think the 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 conversation that we should be having is, hey, you know, the sky isn't falling, you know, this is not uh the end. This is A pivot point this is an opportunity and if you don't pivot your competitor will so therefore pivot figure this out work your way through take this opportunity um, and invest in some other things and I think Greg does a great job and it's going to qualify this too he sells a course I don't benefit in any way and I'm not you know an affiliate or anything like that so I let him pitch his course I'm warning you up front but I think it's fair I think if you can buy time you know I have bought a lot of courses over time if you can buy time and take advantage of something and, and his knowledge, and he transfers that knowledge, it's worth some money. And so, therefore, you know, he should be able to offer it. So, let's get into the podcast. Let's get started on pivoting our businesses. Welcome back to the e commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest because he is going to help us figure out how to market our products better, how to drive traffic, how to create our own. I guess kind of our own future. I mean, it's one of the big topics that's out there, especially with all these changes out in the marketplace uh, that are outside of our control and they will never be in your control. Amazon will never give you control. eBay <laughs> will never give you control. Nobody's giving you control unless you do it yourself. And then you're limited to because some of the techniques Greg's going to talk about are limited by Google today, and they change their algorithm, and then that changes. So you do have to evolve. These aren't set in stone, but these skills, you know, it's interesting, in our pre-interview, we started talking about the, the common things we're seeing, marketplaces, and starting to use these concepts, and I just think it's fascinating. I think Greg's going to teach us something, something that we haven't been thinking about. Hmm. Welcome, Greg.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Craig Jeffries uh, is has his own company, has his own thing, and I'm going to let him pitch his stuff. And Steve does not benefit, um, <laughs> so I'm going to let him pitch. He's going to pitch his uh, SEO uh, domination stuff, and that's when I mean I get approached by and I'm not bragging, but I get approached by PR companies every day, and there's always got the best thing in the world. Oh, this is the new, it's dynamic, and usually I blow them off, but this one intrigued me because when when I was talking with the PR company, I'm like, these are the things that are going on in our industry. These are the things that we're seeing. Can he help? Can he offer some advice? And some back and forth went back and forth. And I think you have a couple things. I think you're describing some things that I've not heard before or I've not thought enough about. And some people are going to be like, Dusty. this is old news. This <laughs> is easy. Um, but, you know, Steve's not that bright. So he has to be told a few times. So, you know, Greg, one of the things that, that we see um, in our world, and I want to relate this to how you got to where you are, because I think this is interesting. You were in, you know, you got a whole myriad of uh, education. You've got, you know, graphics background, um, sales background, and uh, some e-commerce, working for some e-commerce companies. So I think it's all relevant. But the thing that happened back then was you saw a drastic change. Fair? Right. And today... This week, both eBay and Amazon, last two weeks, three weeks, have made significant changes that impact my wife and my business, my friends who are listening's business, my listeners' businesses, um, large, massive, giant sellers' businesses. That change, you know, is that ever going to go away? I'm kind of joking that it's never going to go away. But really, is it ever going to go away?
1: I don't think so. It's only going to get, um, not to sound like negative or anything, but it's only going to get worse and worse for the, the vendor.
0: And so how do you adapt? I mean, when you look back at your old company, I mean, how did they adapt to this expanding marketplace, right? How many marketplaces were they up to?
1: Uh, I don't know the exact amount, but probably somewhere around 20 or more.
0: Okay. So so everybody tells us, all right, this is, uh, this is lesson number one we're taught, Greg. We need to be everywhere. I remember sitting with mm-hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Literally, I'm I'm six feet from him, and I remember asking him that question, like you know, how do I tell the marketplace? Because he's you know, you always get people telling you, oh, you got to go here. He's like, Steve, you got to be on every marketplace. That was his advice. Mm-hmm. That works sometimes, but sometimes it can be a problem, right?
1: Absolutely, and it's uh, it's kind of a, a massive. kind of headache if you don't have the right tools and softwares. That was uh, the previous company I worked at. Um, These marketplaces um, are popping up so quickly that a lot of times there isn't a software suite to manage them all as quickly so like they they aren't able to integrate them as quickly as they're popping up because you know we're all familiar with amazon and ebay but there's the the jet.coms there's the Rulala, Zulily, new egg like and those are just a handful those are the the ones that m- maybe people on this call are familiar with but then there's like 20 30 40 other ones and you know they, they sometimes those come and go but there's so many so it's a, it's a lot to manage um, so you, I, I would definitely, uh, say you need some sort of software, but even the software that exists, um, it's a little bit limited. Like they, they're, it's challenging for even like, I, I know one of the bigger ones is like channel advisor. It's ch- challenging for even, um, softwares like channel advisor to keep up with how quickly these marketplaces are, are, are popping up.
0: So the, the lesson, because that company didn't do well. Your company didn't fare well. Not you. You were not owner or anything. You worked there. Right. Um, that they didn't fare well because they spread themselves to I mean, that's really what it is. And I agree with you because I'm expanding us into Poshmark, for example. Mm-hmm. And um, this, I have not come across the software to manage that. That would link our inventory with these other systems. And it's like, Whoa. Um, that's an issue because that means, you know, if I only have two of this particular item and I put it on both marketplaces, it's unrealistic that they both would sell, but it happens. And then all of a sudden you start to try to scale that out to six or 8,000 SKUs. And then you have variations of those SKUs. You're talking nightmares. I mean, it's, it's unmanageable at that point. Right. And then you have to throw so much resources out at your margins are now gone. You're (laughs) it's, it's really a circle. (laughs)
1: And here, I don't know if we want to address this here, but each marketplace has their own terms, um, both in just percentages and, and when they pay you and stuff and the fees that they take out. So the, each one is completely different. <laughs> so
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that a real it, issue. I mean, those, those are real issues that most people don't think about. It's like, well, you know, um, I've not found out how Poshmark pays, to be honest with you. But, and you know, for Amazon, for example, we've been fortunate, we've been selling for so long, we have daily payouts. Literally, we can sell a product today and get, pick up our money tomorrow. Nice. And that we're very, very fortunate. Now it's, I think it's two weeks for any new seller. Or I've seen people then go and finance that and can get daily payouts, but they have to pay a third-party company, a uh, VIG, a percentage. Um, and that really puts a burden long-term. Again, you, you know, to me, you're stacking you know you're stacking dimes and I just think that that is not the long-term play that's Steve's opinion so yeah. so let's talk about this because I, I think that this pattern that you know it's funny how you get into you know uh SEO mm-hmm. um is because you started to notice I mean it sounded to me like the way you like had this aha moment the lights open the the uh, the clouds open and the light shone down on you when you saw all these marketplaces right um liken that to today uh, in the SEO world
1: okay uh, th- yeah so my big uh, epiphany with since I, when I was working at this e-com com- company it was my last job and I had uh, my big epiphany was um, in the in the day I worked there and then in the nights and weekends I, you know I worked on internet marketing affiliate marketing stuff and I kind of Made this connection of like I saw all these marketplaces we we're uh, selling on. And I was like, man, this is this is the exact same thing that's happening with um, basically all these other major sites out there. Like there's each of these little categories. Um, e-commerce is just one kind of category of these marketplaces then you've got things like course marketplaces like udemy and skillshare you've got within e-commerce you've got other um e-com marketplaces that like for print-on-demand stuff like redbubble zazzle cafe press um and then you know there's just marketplaces for everything and the reason why or the advantage i saw there is is you don't have to be like you don't have to create all this unique content or sell tons of unique con- uh, products. Like for, um, for, for us, for instance, on the e-commerce, we represented uh, Dyson Vacuum. So we were able to – luckily, you know, each marketplace is different. You know, Amazon, eBay, you can kind of sell anything. But some of these other um, um, marketplaces are a little more uh, niche. So not every product is something that you can list on that marketplace or would be a good fit. Um, Luckily, vacuums was something that kind of uh, was something that applied for a lot of those marketplaces. But I like that the product didn't change. We just kind of spread it around and stretch it to all these and, different marketplaces. And, so. and
0: that's a question I have about that because that makes me think. One time I went to Newegg, and I remember seeing somebody selling sneakers on Newegg. And I'm like, mm. dude, you're never going to sell any of those sneakers. I mean, if somebody just listed them there. That is yeah. not a good fit um, because yeah. when you go to Newegg to buy you know electronics that's what they're known for they exactly. can reach all they want to and that's a that's a miss i think that's a big miss for that company cuz that took resources right. efforts energy somebody sold them oh greg i've got the big idea
1: we're mm-hmm. going to take
0: this shoe company we're going all the way we're going on new egg <laughs> and everybody's like yeah. uh what's new egg right and so so when you when you do approach these different marketplaces with the same so let's use your vacuum for example mm-hmm. is the pitch the same on eBay as it is on Amazon as it is on Newegg as it is on Sears as it is on Rakuten
1: um Probably not. Like honestly, since we uh, this company I was with had had a lot of success with eBay was our big big, um you know, longest standing relationship, and then we you know put ourselves on Amazon. But a lot of times these company these marketplaces will actually like find you and stuff. So a lot of times they were the ones reaching out to us. Like Newegg, I think, reached out to us, and I think the reason Dyson you say well, vacuums on a technology site but uh vac uh dyson and you know we also sold irobot those were kind of like the more techie um Mm -hmm. cutting edge vacuums if you want to go uh, say that and um since they kind of appeal to that sort of demographic so that worked but yeah shoes i think i've seen like coffee mugs or something on newegg and it's like as a bundled. And it's like, what does a coffee mug have to do with like a vacuum or something? No one's <laughs> you know? buying it.
0: You yeah. know, it again, it's easy to list. Uh, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to be on all, every marketplace, Gary's advice. I think what he meant, and he, uh, you know, he didn't have to say this, Steve has to be a little smarter. He's saying every relevant marketplace. I mean, I think that that word is missing, but I'm sure that's what he inferred, like, you know, duh, you're not right. put it out there. So, so relevancy. Now, when you approach this seo right so when i'm looking to you know to optimize for searching to get my products found how do you deal with you know an amazon versus an ebay versus my shopify site versus a new egg i mean they're all different aren't they is the, yeah, the seo the same is the concept the same and then just the marketplaces are different
1: yeah it's pretty much the same i mean there's only two main aspects of seo that's the content and then backlinks which you know, all that means is just other authoritative links or, or just links in general pointing to that page or post um, or piece of content. And there's like the, the main two, uh, like the simplified explanation of SEO. So it does it's not some kind of magical voodoo formula, and that's all it pretty much comes down to. And like the reason that these sites um, or these pages maybe of listings on Amazon or eBay or Newegg or Rakuten wherever. the reason that they Rank for some of these really long obscure low competition keywords is because of the authority of the root domain Um, It's not because that particular page is necessarily has like a lot of authority or links or whatever Um, so they're usually pretty easy to outrank Um, the only We were kind of explaining this in the the pre-interview of um, the there isn't a lot of competition a lot of times for these long tail keywords. So if there isn't, if Google can't find anything better to rank, it's going to uh, by default like rank an Amazon page because Amazon's got like the Amazon as a whole has like billions of links pointed to it. So it's like, well, how about this? What do you, what do you think about this search result? Because that's the best result it can find. But I mean, you can outrank these you know marketplace sites. Uh, With your own, uh, you know, uh, site or store like Shopify or your own domain, as well as your specific um, stores or posts or with just um, some links because – and they don't have to be like the best links. They can just kind of, you know, be um, lower quality links, but just the fact that your page, your specific URL to your store or your product on that store has um, more links or any links – uh, compared to uh, you know whatever generic page or whatever that Amazon or that um, Google is ranking for you, it's it's going to give it a significant edge over every everything else, and and the fact that um, Amazon or eBay uh, has has all that authority to begin with helps it even more if that makes sense as opposed to your own domain which you would have to kind of build up
0: pull back because you got me i was (laughs) with you for most of it (laughs) no no because i just want to make sure people get this because this is complicated i know it's easy especially in your world but it's Mm -hmm. not easy right because we sell you know every person listening to this sells a different item and sometimes many different variations of it and they got all these other competitors and then they have to deal with Amazon selling them and even if they have the best price and everything's great and Amazon might still take the buy box from us so yeah. even though you got the best price and you've got in stock and it's in half an hour from my house Amazon <laughs> says well you know that's cool but here's ours and it's more money or you know we don't even have it in stock those things are real and I and I think that that's that learning algorithm as they figure that out. But here, mm-hmm. let me get back to this. So the root, the root authority, that's the main thing. So Amazon, because they put out so much content, because they have been doing it for so long, consistently with with, with confidence, that's a real dominant root domain, correct?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you um, kind of a Udemy example since I'm more familiar with that. So the fact that Udemy has um, a massive authority for, you know, they get tons of traffic and tons of links, you know, pointing all, all over the internet to their site or different pages. What I did with uh, my, my courses, since I teach courses as well, is a lot of times literally by just um, calling your, your, um, your course some variation of a long tail keyword it will rank on page one with no links pointed to it literally you just publish the course boom probably within a couple days or weeks it's on page one Um,
0: pull back again (laughs) so give me an example there so so okay so so let's do a course on uh, drinking water Mm -hmm. right so I want to put up my course for drinking water, and there's lots of other courses there you're saying that I can take my drinking water course and get it shown so when I go to somebody goes to you to me to search hey, I need to learn how to drink water, I can be found
1: yes I mean and you may have to it may not be as easy depending on whatever keyword you um target or whatever but um the 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 it, it works. Yeah, that's, that's as simple as it gets. Like I, one example was um, a couple of years ago, I had this course on launch jacking, which just basically means taking advantage of trends and specifically in the Internet marketing uh, niche. So uh, taking advantage of Internet marketing information, product launches that are you know just being published and stuff. And I didn't even realize it, but a friend was like, "Hey, how did you? I, I noticed that your course it ranks on page one for the word launch jacking." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> so I googled it, and I was like, "Yeah, sure enough, I'm like top three position. That never touched it. Never did anything to it. It was just ranking just on the authority of Udemy." And uh, so that's a strategy that you can use for these, um, yeah, for these stores or. Um,
0: oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh! Yeah. Wait, I think Steve just caught up. Hold on pause for a second. So okay. you're saying Steve wants to put a course on how to drink water, and he's going to put it on his own website. However, by putting it on Udemy and then having the link coming through, I get the benefit of Udemy's strength, even though I have it located on my site. Is that correct?
1: I'm just talking about just publishing it straight to Udemy for straight right now. Udemy. And, and I'll, I'll kind of make this connection. So the the uh, we were talking before about um, you know all these marketplaces. Uh, they're they're a great place to be, but they take all you know they, they take their commissions off the top. They're going to get their money, you know, and, and we're left with the crumbs. Um, so, and uh, so it's it's almost like you, yeah, you have to be there. Um, or it's a great starting point to be on these marketplaces because they already have traffic. They already have authority. Like if you're selling a product on amazon.com you're not having to – you're only having to try to sell them on your particular product, but you're not trying to convince them to trust you because it's Amazon. They already trust Amazon, so you're leveraging their authority. Same way with Udemy, so that helps selling things too. If you can just get them to the page, um, you, you're leveraging the credibility of Udemy, the credibility of Newegg and stuff. So um, it's so market-
0: my brand grows on Google just because I sell stuff on Amazon because – that gives authority, and Google says, hey, that's authority because that's selling. Therefore, my brand benefits just because of being connected with them. Is that better? Uh, I- yeah, and
1: I'll, I'll finish out by saying, um, so I was going to make the connection between like the marketplaces and your, um, your own sites or properties. So from my experience in, in the company I was working with, our website made significantly less – Sales volume than you know Amazon or Newegg or eBay, but we made more profit, you know for that okay. Because the margins we had higher margins, you know, we weren't paying 15 20 percent off the top um, So I think that I believe marketplaces are a great place to start to kind of kickstart things to give you so you don't have to like play the slow game of SEO or or uh, spend a lot of money out of pocket for PPC or you know AdWords and stuff to get that traffic. So you can use your sales and profits that you get from these marketplaces to then invest in your own um, you know assets and web properties and stuff. Then because those are going to be a little bit more long game, but they're going to be uh, sustainable and something that you're more in control of. Because you know, like you said, uh, was it last week? eBay and Amazon both came down with some. Uh, changes in their terms and they can do that whenever they want so and they
0: will do it um, you yeah. know if, there's no chance that they're going to stop that and so so I think that this is a good point to pause on this because right now uh, one of the big changes in Amazon was uh, long term storage fees at 181 days so six months you're going to start getting assessed these fees monthly and so a bunch of people are going to pull back a bunch of inventory and they're trying to figure out what to do. And so, you know, to me, as I sit back and think about it, I, I you know, I'm fortunate because I have a warehouse. Okay. So I'm fortunate that I have that. I get that. But I'm not against a private label seller pulling back inventory and then partnering and selling to me wholesale. And I was, I was just listening to Andy Slammons was doing uh, his podcast before we were recording this. And one of the I, I wanted to chime in with that because uh, I do buy some wholesale from Andy. But if you're a private label seller that's getting ready to get hit with all these things, use the money, pull back that inventory, put it in my warehouse. You and I partner. I buy it from you. You get the benefit of being in my warehouse. We work out terms, whatever. However, then you take this money, and as Greg suggests, you build out your own brand you finally get going on this thing and you start building this audience of your own and you start learning how to drive traffic to your site from guys like greg that's what he does he helps you figure out how to get uh traffic to either your site or to to amazon site for your products all those things can work and now is probably the time where you've got to get off the pot because you're being forced to in the old days we'd send all our inventory in you don't have that luxury Now, I'm not saying you need to go get a warehouse. I'm saying you could partner with others and, you know, guys like me. But there's a ton of me's out there. It's somebody you Mm -hmm. can trust who knows your brand, who you know their brand, you know their store name. So there's that map and you can do all the legal things to make sure there's no price fixing. But then you can deal with it and start looking at this as a standalone business. Because, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, had your company really dealt with, better with this uh, a controlling the marketplaces where they were controlling their cash and controlling all those other issues and then really driving their traffic the correct way the outcome could have been different fair
1: yeah absolutely i'll tell you the two main weak weaknesses that kind of caused them to collapse so eventually it kind of fell through for a number of different reasons one a big Reason was we would yeah, we did stretch ourselves too thin between too many marketplaces and since they we had a lot of money inventory going out and Money, you know going out to to buy that inventory uh, to be able to sell it Um, But since each one pays you on a different schedule one may be 30 days one may be 60 days one may be 90 so when you got multiple of those uh, uh, payment terms um, It's messed up because you know Dysons are not a cheap vacuum, for instance. So we may have to have to put um, you know a million, two million down for the next order to come in for the the deal that's coming up for like Black Friday or something. But if we didn't get paid, where are we going to get the the credit, you know, and we had, you know, credit lines extended with Dyson and, uh, you know, banks and stuff. And so that was, um, you know. It sounds our, like a house oh, of cards. That's yeah, a weak,
0: very dangerous path.
1: That was weakness number one. And then the second thing that kind of, you know, we, they didn't plan ahead, I guess, as as these marketplaces were evolving and kind of popping up everywhere Uh, So it was great when it was just eBay, you know, they're making millions of dollars and it was just eBay, but then, then, you know, Amazon and all these other ones and rule of law and stuff. And, um, they unfortunately chose to scale with people instead of software. And when they finally came, circled back around and said, Hey, we need, like, we cannot scale anymore with people. We have to fix this problem and and scale with software and figure out solutions, it it, we couldn't we couldn't catch up fast enough mm-hmm. um so i would highly i know there may not be like the perfect ideal software but there are um kind of tiered level softwares out there that you can kind of uh, uh use a kind of stepping stone your way up as you start to grow if you want to really evolve into like a eight figure nine figure business and stuff because you absolutely i don't see how you could possibly manage an and keep all this stuff organized when you're talking about jet.com and amazon and ebay and it's the um forget the term but the yeah you start with like a a quantity quantity of 100 but you you just want to make sure that you don't oversell on any one of those platforms in real time so you need that that feature or whatever because that's a headache too because i mean if you sell more than you really had and now you have to figure out how to get it like there's so many problems that you run into so all that stuff your logistics need to be like on point
0: And so Greg is giving a real life example, a company that didn't make it because they didn't pay attention. I love that example. Yeah, and we were doing. I don't don't love that they went out of business, but I love that you're being honest and talking about it and giving a real life example. What were you doing in revenue?
1: Yeah, we're. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it was uh, well over eight figures. So I mean, just because you're making sales, you know, if your if your processes are terrible and your and your profit margins are crap, you know, who cares if you're making you know ten million a year in sales? Doesn't matter. You know?
0: you know, that's one of the things I uh, like we did not expand into Walmart's marketplace because the customer service issues that are still there, they're not fixed yet. And then they have some other problems yet because they're still growing and I get all that. But why add that responsibility today? And I think about those companies that have expanded into that marketplace and now are dealing with these other changes because they've got everything right and ready. And then all of a sudden, Amazon comes along and makes a significant change that now they're scrambling to go figure out. My theory is this. If you're not making money in some of those other marketplaces, there is time and effort. As Greg points out, you're tying up inventory in these things. If it's not profitable and if you're honest and if you go back and look at it, it might not be right. You might have to pull back from them and say, you know what? The timing isn't right today. That doesn't mean you give up. But then again, you know, you can always go back to it. And so to me, I think all these moving pieces are very difficult to manage. And it absolutely comes down to software. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think, and in today's marketplace, finding and retaining good people, you know, and keeping them, right, long term, it's a real challenge. And so if you can find a way to do it with software, regardless of the expense, um, like a channel you mentioned channel advice they're really expensive they're you know, they freaking expensive yeah, yeah like
1: yeah, i get so it. it seemed like and i again I, I didn't examine the marketplace and i don't i don't know all the other other solutions out there but we were we were using some kind of uh, like a dinosaur of a software um and so it almost seemed like a it was like this it was a enterprise level kind of solution but kind of archaic and then channel advisor was like the, the cost of it was like exponentially more. So it wasn't an incremental um, uh, adjustment in price. It was like, okay, now we're paying, you know, whatever, I don't know, a couple thousand. And then channel buyers is like, boom, five figures or something a month. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like yeah. this is – and that's the like, – And especially
0: the in the, the description you're talking about where you built built all this personal infrastructure, where they built up all this staff and all these teams and all this stuff – you don't have the benefit to do both. It's, what do they call that, a Hobson's Choice, the right arm or the left arm, right? Or, mm-hmm. you, you basically, then you, you're laying off all your staff, all the team, and all that institutional knowledge to put a piece of software in there. And so figuring this out, I think I think we're all at this pivotal point in our business to start thinking about: Hey, are we building a real business out here? If so, we need to start looking at inventory management. Um, if you deal with inventory management, and as Greg would suggest, you do it electronically um, rather than more Steves in the warehouse, right? That's I think that's smart. And I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, more, more, less spreadsheets, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, what's and just,
1: <laughs> yeah, and just a little more lean operation. Like we had our own warehouse too, but. Um, and I don't know the specifics, but I know that that is overhead. And, and so we've got all this inventory just sitting in there, you know, waiting to be sold. So, at, you know, if it's not sold or selling, like, it's it just tied up money, you know. And um, w- we probably should have done more third-party kind of warehousing and stuff as well, just to kind of keep it lean and focus more on the software so we could have a smaller team with, like, awesome software and just kind of, you know, log into accounts and whatever have everything and click ship and whatever make it make it simple cuz it it was just it was too much for um like one person or two persons like there was and yeah there was only like one one or two people managing all those marketplaces That's i mentioned a lot, so a
0: lot of responsibility <laughs> yeah and so
1: every every time a new marketplace um would pop up sadly instead of hiring a new person because like Uh, we would just load it on that same person which is like it's not efficient um, no,
0: I think I think you also lose the ability to adapt and and change as the marketplace has changed, right? So yeah. so you know we're in decent position because Amazon's changing their inventory system or, or their their management. So they want to be a fulfillment company. They don't want to be a warehouse company. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So we can drip it as Andy likes to use that phrase from our warehouse. We can drip it in over time. Maybe uh, I think Leron mentioned thirty five days the optimal number for him. And so you'll look at that and then you can manage that. Now on the back end you do have to deal with what do you do with it you know you have all that money tied up sitting there you know and so maybe you're not getting full containers maybe you're going to start dealing with that because and it might be a higher cost but it's still less of a higher cost than the other option right and these are the kind of things that you want to think about and software will allow you to do that so i know we're we're going full circle but (laughs) I, i think that they Well, I think, you know, this is very,
1: very, very relevant to my life. Yeah,
0: it's all right. This is stuff that's happening in these last couple weeks, you know, on all these marketplaces. uh, The other big one, eBay, eBay's making everybody except returns and getting rid of restocking fees and stuff like that. And people are like, whoa, wait, Mm -hmm. that means I'm going to sell, somebody's going to rent my shoes, right? I sell a lot of shoes. Somebody's going to be renting Steve's shoes, Mm -hmm. meaning they can take them and bring them home and put them on. 30 days later, send them back saying, I don't like them. But meantime, yeah. you can see they went to a party and you can see the gum on the <laughs> bottom. You know, that's a bad business yep. uh, effect, right? So what do you do? You can curl up and suck your thumb in the quarter or you could raise your prices and build that into it knowing that there's going to be a percentage and blah, 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 blah. And so I think that the key, <laughs> that's why, hence the reason I had Greg on, was <laughs> we're talking about change. We're talking about a lot of change. And again, what Greg offers and I'm going to let him pitch his stuff. And again, Steve does not benefit is Greg saying, Hey, you know, figure out your own marketplace or figure out your own method. So one of the methods that I've seen out there is, you know, create a landing page dedicated to my item on Amazon. So it's my water bottle that I'm looking at on Amazon with my link. I own a hundred percent of that page's buy box. When you mm. click on that link, it goes to Steve's Web uh, page on Amazon, it's Stee's water bottle, and that's what you're seeing. You're not seeing all the competitors that sell the exact same water bottle, right? Mm-hmm. But getting people to that landing page, Greg, is really the art. Yeah. I know you say it's really only two things. So let's talk about that. So how do we get people to come to that landing page? My example, my silly example there. How do I get people there? What, what are the, the real common techniques now that I can do to help get my product found out there
1: um with with your um marketplace listings you don't have a ton to work with so you'll probably other than like the description so there's not a lot of content that you can control you don't control amazon.com um so you just um got the title to work with you've got the description so just make sure that you're writing a a thorough description uh but again i'm not uh, the expert at ranking well, No, a but here's what I'm
0: going to say is what I was asking was I want to bring them off. I'm going right. to create my own landing page, Steve's landing page. It's going to be okay. steeswaterbottles.com. Okay. And on there is my link to, if somebody clicks buy here, it goes to the Amazon and uses their link to buy okay. my water bottle. But I want to get people to steeswaterbottle.com okay. where they can see my water bottle. What can I do? That, I don't think I was clear. I apologize for that. That's what I'm looking for. How do I get people to see that?
1: yeah it's it's pretty simple again it just kind of goes back to the content and the backlink so um the content is very important so uh, the way that i uh, attack seo kind of is and this is kind of very uh, um, uh, useful for beginners and stuff or people that are just trying to get that initial traction because when i first started with you know internet marketing make money online i always was just blown away and kind of couldn't wrap my head around like how do you know these people that say they went from like zero or like $50,000 into debt and to like whatever $10,000 recurring a month ah, there's something missed and <laughs> what what did they do how did they get that initial traction you know without having a ton of money to work with or credit or something and my big epiphany with that was focusing on the long tail keywords so back uh, several years ago it was a little bit more Like I knew that back then. I just – it was more challenging to find them. But luckily there's some free tools out there that will uh, give you these long list of uh, keyword suggestions that people are typing in. So one example, there's a free tool called keywordtool.io. That's pretty easy to remember. But uh, if you just type in – I start with a root keyword. So, uh, like, uh, running shoes. I would just type that in and kind of see where it leads me. It's going to give me several hundred long, long tail suggestions. That may even give you, since that is like super vague, it might give you um, even like it'll get it will it'll be longer uh, tail keywords, but they'll still might be kind of vague. But from that list, you might get some ideas and suggestions, and then plug in one of those to the same tool, and it'll give you even more like refined. Um, longer tail keywords and these are these are pulling the that tool pulls from the like the related searches and uh, from search engines like google and amazon and bing and stuff so these are search engine or search terms that people are actually typing in because back you know several years ago while i knew of this strategy it was like you just almost had to pick them yourself or make them up and you don't want to go down that route because you you want to target and uh, if you're going to spend any effort at all, you want them to be uh, keywords that people are actually typing in. So that that strat or that method will give you a, the list of keywords because you know I don't I, the whole process of my strategy is like I don't want to have to think too hard. You know I'm not that smart. Or I don't feel like I am. So uh, or I'm not like the Albert Einstein genius or anything. So all this stuff is like is, if if you can just give it like a seed keyword to start with. Um, that, I like that term I've never heard that term. Seed keyword, I love that. It's yeah, a perfect that visualization. If you can just, if you just know, then you know the start with the niche that you're in, the product that you're in. You know, the the most generic um keyword related to that product, and then just kind of go down that rabbit hole, and you're gonna get ideas. The more suggestions that it gets you, 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 you know, the, there's a massive amount of keywords that people are typing in all day. You know, they're not just typing in um. Generic keywords like make money online. There, you know, when when you're inter- really interested in a niche or product, you're typing in really specific stuff, and you're hoping to make you get,
0: money selling shoes on Amazon, right, or something. Yeah, that's much bigger than that, right? Yeah, really specific.
1: And absolutely, and you ideally want to find something that is going to address that specific uh, keyword. So, um, that's kind of a long-winded explanation, but you take that strategy, and then you create. Uh, pieces of content around those long tail pieces of, uh, of keywords. So you can either do that through YouTube videos. Uh, it works the same way. You can do that with um, websites. And you can even, um, this is a kind of a, a better strategy, but it, it just obviously takes a little bit more effort. But go through that list uh, of long tail keywords and kind of uh, arrange them in a way that kind of would make sense to talk about maybe 10 or 12 of those and then i and then write basically a longer article addressing 10 or 20 of those and an easy way to do that is just to write a sentence or two about each of those long tail keywords kind of addressing it and then you can kind of arrange it in a a flow that makes sense logically later and uh that's pretty much the the secret you just create multiple pieces of content like that and it's going to be slow in the beginning probably uh depending you know it could be faster or slower depending on you know how competitive your niche is or what keywords you choose or whatever um but eventually you're going to be that you know special widget keyword guys like dang like 90 percent of the long tail keywords around this like This guy has so much content about this one thing. You're dominant in there. So when people, so by
0: my water bottle, steveswaterbottle.com, by having stories out there and content on that website Mm -hmm. related to water and water bottles and whatever other magic words that that come through, by having pages of content in there that are relevant and relatable eventually I scale the content scale and I'm the dominant force in that scenario by maybe it's 30 stories, maybe it's 40, maybe it's 50, eventually you just keep creeping your way up over time.
1: Yeah. And eventually you're going to get to the point where you basically become like the Amazon of that niche. And it's like, man, you're so big now you're like a bodybuilding.com or something where they have so much content in that niche. Like you can't start tomorrow and like, really compete with them like they're they're so far ahead of you they're years ahead of you you know because they've been creating content for years so yeah you can still
0: do it though so i mean that's really the point by by you know and, and so people are listening like this sounds overwhelming i've got so many products and my advice to you there is do not do that. You know, don't go after all those products. To go after your, you know, do the eighty twenty rule. Figure out where it is and, mm-hmm. and what brand you're building. That's where you take this effort. To me, this is again a good opportunity. The changes are coming. As Greg said, it's you don't want to scare anybody, the changes are gonna come faster. They're just gonna keep coming faster and faster. So take this opportunity. We all know we should do it. We know we should have done it a year ago or two years ago. The best time to start is Today, right? Today, given the situation you're in, the best time to start is today. It isn't last week because you didn't. You can't redo it. Right. Um, so by taking this time, taking this effort, building this out, you know, have you have you any frame of reference for how long it does take? I mean, I guess it's so dependent. You know, if you're, you know, when you're trying to compete against a bodybuilding or a Nike or whatever, you know, that that's that's monumental. It it but is.
1: I'll, I'll give this timeline. So I. I would say just be, you know be disciplined consistent at producing content and usually within like probably about 60 to 90 days you should start to see some traction. I'm not saying that you're going to get gobs and gobs of traffic by then but you should start to see some initial traffic and there's if you keep you know producing content consistently it doesn't have to be you know 40 articles a day or anything like that, but just like consistently about the same stuff. um, Eventually, you're going to hit this um, stride where it's your website and that content, it's going to kind of pick up some steam and it's just, you're going to naturally, because you have content that is um, more, you know, a, a lot of traffic from lots of long tail keywords, naturally over time, you're going to start to rank for the more competitive stuff. Like like generic stuff like best water bottle or something You're like man that's really which would be
0: unbelievable could right. you imagine ranking for that but
1: right. because
0: I put out all this content and it's related or you know some way uh, it's related to that seed keyword right that best water bottle mm-hmm. I'm now becoming the authority over time and i just get stronger with authority each time that makes perfect sense to me i mean it it actually makes perfect sense right um when you when you do something over and over you get better and uh hmm. yeah dude i like it i like (laughs) the uh thinking well because this is a real issue Uh, like like we talked about earlier this is the time right now it is it is significant so you know you you have a course. I'm going to let you pitch it. Again, I do not benefit in any way, um, but I do appreciate the information from you. So it is a quid pro quo. I'm going to let you pitch your stuff <laughs> um, because there are some people listening saying, hey, I want to scale this out. This isn't the only technique. There are lots of other techniques. there's some white hat techniques, there's some gray hat and there's some black hat and I'm not going there <laughs> but there are some things that you're not taking advantage of the marketplace, you're just it's, you know, we're all in, uh, a lot of us are in this arbitrage business mm-hmm. well, what are you doing? You're taking advantage of the marketplace, right? You're, you're, you're seeing an inefficiency in the marketplace and you're buying it at that opportunity. There are some opportunities within the SEO world that you can take advantage of and I'm not going to talk about them but Greg does offer some of that stuff and he has some guidance on that kind of thing and so, you know you have a course and it's really about taking and driving uh, SEO for either your own e-commerce business or creating a passive income stream by, you know, uh, building out or using affiliate marketing or courses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and give me your your 62nd elevator pitch on what it is And why they should be interested in it?
1: Yeah, so my course is called SEO Affiliate Domination. If people want to check it out, you can just go to seoaffiliatedomination.com. And basically, I created this as a really simple, scalable, sustainable strategy that you this can this is perfect for the beginner, but you know, and it works for you know. Doesn't take a lot of money. Doesn't take a lot of um, a a huge amount of uh, time or investment. And it can be applied for any niche. That's why I love it. It's a evergreen strategy and it's – It's something, you know, your audience is e comm related, so this can help you rank your stores without having to, uh, or your own uh, websites without having to fight over the buy box with Amazon and some of these other uh, platforms. And then if you ever want to do anything else, like if you're in like biz ops or MLMs or your own, uh, you want to build your own branded authority and kind of rank for your own um, name so that you can kind of blanket the first page for your name and command that space, or you want to do affiliate marketing, it can be applied to multiple different and this is like there's so many long-tail keywords out there in all these different niches that this is something that you know it's it's evergreen it's sustainable it's something that's not gonna go away tomorrow so I know a lot of courses and uh, ways to make money out there there's kind of like this undertone of man you know is this a trend when is it gonna you know am I too late to the trend and stuff like when is this gonna go away and stuff so SEO has been around for since the beginning of the internet and it really honestly hasn't changed since then. So this is, you yeah, know, I love it because it's, I'm not trying to compete with Steve or whatever. And even if I can't compete with, you know, Steve with on the marketplace, um, I can, I can, you know, do it with SEO and and, and still be fine because, you know, there's, uh, my price may never be the lowest, but I, at least I can still uh, make a comfortable living with it, e-commerce. You're
0: profitable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of important.
1: So that's kind of the the spiel. So I mean, it has a lot of applications, but the the core strategy is very simple. But for your audience, it's um, definitely something that can help those um, those marketplace listings rank higher, as well as rank your own properties, so that you can uh, you know be making uh, money there as well from your own store. So, I
0: mean, it's clearly a skill set that's transferable. I mean, as I that's what I always look for. I'm always looking for skill sets that are transferable across multiple. Um, you know businesses and lines and today this is the marketplace that we're in but tomorrow who knows what it's going to be so having these skills um, i think is a good thing so yeah. i'm putting the links out there it's seo affiliate domination again i do not benefit in any way it's not an affiliate course for me or anything like that it's just a guy who that he sells his own stuff and you heard he say, he knows what he's talking about and if this is interesting to you man i hope you go over and uh, push a link uh, again i'll put the link here or just go to seo affiliate domination Dot .com seo avilia domination.com um greg if somebody has some follow up questions for you what's the best way to get in touch with
1: you um they can uh there'll be contact contact information on the site they can reach okay. out so. so
0: same spot okay mm-hmm. right i'll put that there dude I'm, i really appreciate it i think you've really really expanded on some things that i thought i knew you definitely clarified some things and i and i again um It's the world's going to change. It Mm -hmm. continues to change. And you've you've been part of an example that didn't adapt or didn't pay attention. And right now we need to pay more attention. And so I think this stuff is more relevant today. It'll only be more relevant tomorrow because your competitor is paying attention to this stuff. So you have to. So dude, I, I really appreciate it. I wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much. Thank you. A great episode. You know, in the after call, we got talking about, you know, it, it's fortunate that in his world that he had some e-commerce experience so he could try to make it relevant to us. And I think, I think there's another lesson there. Um, I think it was, uh, I forget who it was, Dan Miller or somebody told me that the most they learned in their business, I don't remember who it was, maybe it's Kelly Loach, the most they learned in their business was by going to a non-related e-commerce, a non-e-commerce event. And it like expanded their mind because they didn't even realize that this whole other world is operating simulta- right alongside of our e-commerce business, and they haven't touched yet. And yet he has, so that's what made it kind of cool that he was able to connect the two. But there are lots of these worlds out there that have been operating alongside of us. And if you could take the best of them and start to take advantage of it, I think it's genius. And uh, I think I think he did a great job. And I think it's very real. And I'm I'm going to be taking his course because I'm excited about it. I want to find ways to help drive traffic. I want to learn this skill set because I want to transfer it many different times to other things that I'm doing. So ecommercemomentum.com, ecommercemomentum.com. Dot com. Don't forget my sponsors. They do pay me. This guy doesn't. But they do pay me. So it always helps if you find one of their services useful. I know a bunch of people signed up for Karen Locker's service this week. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm right in there with you because I pay her too. And um, I'm very, very pleased with what she's done for um, for me. And I think she can do for you. So if you're interested in that, check out the website. Check out this episode. I have a link in there. Um, solutionsforecommerce.com forward slash Momentum well, there's there's more to it I have the link out there and it'll take you right in there and you save fifty dollars a month and that's not the reason don't worry about the 50 bucks you save that's the that little icing on the cake what you want is somebody helping you run your business and that's what Karen does for me ecommercemomentum.com. com. take care
1: Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast all the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number please remember to subscribe and like
0: us on iTunes.